a Shishkin Productions podcast. We're having the very first sizzle reel email contest. Woo! We tried to come up with a cool name for it. I didn't try that hard. One person will win the grand prize, which is a trip to Chelsea Piers to the driving range oh, hell and yeah. drinks and food on the sizzle reel. You go there at around sunset, you're facing west, you get those nice Jersey views. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel. Just, just another one. Just still going strong, piling them on. Hell yeah! It's just, just a standard episode, you know. Yeah, run, run of the mill. It's run of the mill. It's just us today. We don't have any. We have, we have a really cool segment planned for uh, so, or for you know part two of the yeah, show. Yeah, it's second a good half. segment. But um, you know, it's just gonna be us. It's just gonna be us chilling. We got a voicemail to play for you or a, a voice email. I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah. But this is uh, Chris. This is. So episode 70. 70. So yep. we're... 70s. 70s nuts. Uh, how <laughs> how many... Uh, let's see. That would make it basically like seven episodes per listener, sort of. Is is that right? We have think, 10 listeners? I think we have about 10 listeners. So uh, I, I think I'm each not, of them... I'm not privy to the analytics. Each of them gets seven episodes. <laughs> you know, we actually watched a... Um, I guess you would call it a seminar uh, mm-hmm. with the people. A webinar. A webinar, my bad. It was bad. hosted by Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was hosted by Casey, who is our anchor.fm rep. Rep, yeah. Yeah, I'd um, say. And, Shout out, Casey. Casey's and, awesome. And our friend Jerm Cohen was on it. He's been on the show before, and he yep. was uh, just out there giving advice on on TikTokers getting into yeah. the podcast. Yeah, realm. they're trying to teach TikTokers how to start their own podcast. See, I need the opposite. I need we're podcasters. How do we get into the TikTok realm? I know someone someone needs to fucking you know let us know. You know what we should. By do? the way, Go by ahead. the way, speaking of TikTok, yeah. uh, also Instagram, we have started Chris's tip of the day. I don't know if we've mentioned That's that right. on the podcast. I so. Don't think we have follow us at sizzle real gang or on tiktok i think it's shishkin productions yeah and yeah. you'll get a daily tip yeah on instagram we're trying to do our best and like actually stick to doing those every day we pigeonhole ourselves by calling it chris's tip of the day yeah but this is you know we didn't learn anything from nothing, the music blog nothing we had a nothing. blog called everyday music and we had to use it Every day. Yeah. Where yeah. We, we had to write something every day. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, and hey, we did it for like six months. Look, I don't know how I'm going to have fucking writing. 250 tips a year, bro. I, if I had that many tips, I wouldn't be a video you editor. You would be a life coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you got this, man. I think you got this. So far, you're off to a, to a good start. And you got to keep in mind, uh, your tips don't have to be about video. They can just be about life. You know what I mean? Like I they can it. be like. Don't forget to wear a mask or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. That, yeah. That'd be maybe. Is that too political? Uh, Are we getting too political? Uh, wash your hair, but not too often. Yeah, there is you that, go. Is that a good one? Is it? I I feel like you had a tip the other day that was like wash your hair every day. Well, no, I just said that in in the office. I yeah. did, it wasn't an official tip. I was just I was thinking out loud. Oh, you were writing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like out just writing out loud. Well, and then I then I corrected myself and I'm like, you're not really supposed um, to do it every day. You're not supposed to. Well, that's what people say. Who knows? No one knows. There's no right answer. Uh, let me uh get you to tell the people about where to find us. You told them Instagram. That's his real gang. You told mm-hmm. them TikTok at Shishkin Productions. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we also are on gmail says a real gang at gmail.com very important where we've really been 
amping up the uh, the Gmails, the emails, yeah. and you know maybe maybe we'll have something special for for emailers. Yeah, we'll coming see. up in a second here. Uh, also, this is a real cold line. Three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Wow, I completely fucking almost missed that. Yeah, I jumped yeah. on right at the tail end. Well, you know, I I saw you sipping your tea, your peppermint yeah. tea, and I realized mm. I, I this was bad timing. I just got hot water with a bunch of little uh, peppermint candies. That's what I call <laughs> peppermint tea. Um, um, where else are we? Uh, else? I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. The that's Patreon's dead. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. So yeah, we don't want your money. We just want your your, your love your patronage yeah, you, we just want you to listen to the show yeah. um yeah i mean i guess we should crack on into this we we received an email mm-hmm. but but the email just said sent from my iphone and it had a audio recording attached to it. yeah that is not so, the kind of email that we're yeah, looking for but thank you for bad, your effort very very bad example uh this is an example of what not to send us but it's still, uh, it sounds great. We appreciate the content. We do. So let's, uh, let's but listen do to it, it right next time. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Joe Nana, long time listener, first time emailer. Um, just, uh, you know, sitting here listening to the pod. You guys said you want some more emails. So I figured I'd uh, shoot you guys a quick email. I haven't heard from you in a, in a while. Uh, you know, just saying what's up. What's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? That was not an email, but uh, close enough. Close yeah, enough. it's weird. Technically, it's an email, but it's like when you send a, a voice message over text. That's not a text it's message. It's not a text. Yeah. It's not a text. It's a, it's voice, a voice memo. memo. It's also someone disrespecting your time because <laughs> they're making you stop everything you're doing and listen to their stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And and then like sometimes they'll send one that's like a minute long and you're like, dude, just, just dictate it into the text. If you don't want to write... Don't send me a voicemail. Just hit the dictate button and dictate it and send it. That way you're not writing, but I'm not also being disrespected by having to stop and listen to this shit when I don't have time to listen to it. It's hilarious because the person who sends me the most voice memos in my life and many, many other friends I have have, have agreed with me. It's yes. you. It's you. It's true. I do it. I do it. But you know what? It's It's selfish. I'll tell you, it's a selfish act. I shouldn't do it. But sometimes it's fun to, you can get a different type of uh, kind of, you know, message across. You well, can, yeah, you so can, especially if you're like telling a joke or something, or if you have right. like a really good idea and you're just drunk and you don't really want to type it out. It's yeah, just like exactly. a quick thought. That's like, Hey, let's address this tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. want to let you know what yeah. I'm thinking. And that's the key. Don't go over like, don't go over like 20 seconds. Yeah. Do not go over like 20 seconds in exactly. a voice text or, or people are going to be like, man, fuck this guy. This, this should have been an email. Yeah. Should have been, it should have been a meeting. Mm-hmm. This should have been a meeting. You should look at this should have been a webinar. I have a Calendly. You can try to book some time on that. That's what the new power move is right now. And like corporate, like culture or whatever. Uh, and like entrepreneur culture yeah. and startup shit is like sending people to your Calendly and telling them to find some time that's free for you. Um, and, and it's weird because half of the people seem to think that that's like a huge power move to just be like, here's my link, go find some time. But the other half of people are like, that's actually a very like open thing. Cause you're like, Hey, I want you to pick literally any time that I'm available and I will do it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I, I it kind of feels like a power move to me. I don't, I, I don't, I guess if that's how you view it, I, to me, it's just like, Hey, I, we have a bunch of stuff. Pick, pick a time that works for you so that we don't have a big back and forth. Like how about right. Wednesday at four? It's like, yeah. well, no, I'm not really available at four. I could do 
two and they're yeah. like, well, I'm actually busy at two, maybe Thursday. What if like someone sends you their Calendly and it's like book some time and you respond, you're like, no, sorry, can't do that today. But here's my Calendly. Why don't you book some time? With <laughs> now, that's the power move. <laughs> that, that, yeah. To, to like to neg someone's Calendly yep. invite. Wow. That's uh, I'm too busy to pick a time. You this, pick a time. This is like some fucking like coastal elitist bubble chat for real. <laughs> like anyone listening in like I've fucking used, Indiana is like, what's Calendly? I've used Calendly zero times. Yeah, I've used it a few times, but I don't have one. I don't plan to have one. I'd rather people not book my time. We're not corporate like that. Yeah, I'd rather. If you want to book my time, you pay me. That's right. You pay me to find some time. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Look, that was Joe Nana's email. Thanks, Joe. It was a bad email. Um, It was not an email. I'm glad he tried. And to be honest, it wasn't. I really didn't even generate a lot of content. It just took up 30 seconds. Yes, yeah. what's up. It's Bro, like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a podcast. We're telling you what's up every yeah, single time. That's actually what's happening. Uh, but, but, it, but thank you. It was good in the sense that it's segued us to this. We're having the very first sizzle reel email contest. Woo! We tried to come up with a cool name for it. I we didn't couldn't. try that we hard. I mean, so it's the sizzle reel email contest is what it's called. So here's what you got to do. You got to send an email to sizzlereelgang at gmail.com and say one thing that a producer or a director or uh, anyone you work with might do that really grinds your gears. But, But something that's like minimal and doesn't like come off as me because obviously like say getting fired that sucks right yeah. but like don't say that say you know something really small you know for example like if they're like they reset the settings on my computer at to like from the magic mouse to a normal mouse and then didn't set it back yeah. right like small small, small inconveniences yeah. so send in one of those and uh you know include your name and maybe your Twitter ad or your Instagram ad or whatever. And if you uh, send it as a voice memo, you will be automatically disqualified. Yes. If you send it as a voice memo, you're out, you're out of the contest. And so what we'll do is, uh, of all the ones we get, we'll throw them into a random generator and, uh, one person will win the grand prize, which is a trip to Chelsea Piers to the driving range oh, hell and yeah. drinks and food on the sizzle reel. That's going to be lit. Yeah. Oh, dude, you go there at around sunset, you're facing west, you get those nice colors. Jersey views. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Scenic New Jersey. <laughs> it's uh but yeah, it, it'll it'll be a fun time, you know. And you know, Evan, I don't know if Evan still listens, but He's he's won the last contest, he, key yep. lime pie contest. Key lime pie and uh and mini golf. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we still haven't done it yet. It's okay. We also still haven't gone to a Mets game, but there's currently an MLB lockout, so there it might be a while. We we did go to we tried to go to the Mets we game, did. but we it got rained out. Yeah, these things yeah. happen. Um, maybe we'll cash them in later with the soccer game or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows. Um, but yeah, go ahead and send them in. I mean, we're always happy to have a little contest. Yeah, we're we're gonna wrap this up next. Uh, you know, probably this Friday. I'm guessing is when we'll decide the winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe or should we make it a two week thing? Um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and announce the winner on what day is it today? Technically January 31st. Yeah. So let's announce the winner on say that'd be February uh, uh, February 14th. Let's announce the winner okay. on February 14th. Yeah, a little I, Valentine's, a little Day, Valentine's action. Day action, right? I think that's that's Monday, right? February 14th. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's call it a date. Perfect. February 14th. We're announcing the winner of the scissor reel email contest. We'll remind you about it next week. Um. We got a couple more things to get to. Um, 
But let me just plug real quick, no pun intended, <laughs> the second half of the show. We're going to be talking about uh, plugins for Adobe Premiere, plug our favorite in, plugins. Plug in. Yeah, it's sponsored by Glade, brought to you by Glade. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite free plugins, our favorite paid plugins. Um, there's a lot There's a lot coming up, so stick around. That, that, is, that is coming up. Before we get to that, um, we took a big step in the New York post-production world. Oh, yeah. Chris, we did it. Uh, Amy filled out all of the paperwork and stuff. Yep. And had us uh, apply for the uh, New York, uh, the post New York Alliance, some post-production alliance. And uh, we weren't sure if we were going to get in. Really? We were like, man, who knows? Are we? I thought are was, we good enough? I thought I thought you just said to like pay the money. <laughs> well, uh, I feel like you gotta. At Do least you go be through like is there good. is there a review process? I think so. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I mean okay. there there actually is a lot to fill out. It's it seemed like I didn't see it, but it seemed like there was a lot of stuff to fill out. Um, but yeah, we've been accepted. That's awesome. We did so, it. So what are what are what are some of the benefits that it comes with? So we I don't know what it means. So there's a bunch of different membership levels. Um, we've been accepted as a gold member. Ooh, yeah, Fasha. <laughs> Teed it up. Um, uh, we've been accepted as a gold member. So basically, that would make Chris, Will Ferrell, and Amy as Beyonce. Um, <laughs> and I'm a. Uh, I guess I'm uh, Mike Myers, Michael, Mike Myers, Michael Myers, Mike Myers, Michael. Myers. Well, I mean, I'm sure his name is Michael Myers, but you that's know, the Halloween, that's the Halloween man. guy. Um, so the reason that we're the gold one is because uh, that company cannot have more than five permanent employees to qualify. Yeah. So if, what's the other one is like diamond elite plus yeah, the or other something. one is um, that's that's the one that platinum we, platinum. We wanted to be platinum, but you have to have more than five full time employees, I believe. So let's just go through what this kind of membership gets you. I think this is kind of interesting and this is worth looking at for anyone who is an editor or involved in post-production in New York. They also have individual memberships. They have sponsored memberships. Um, the sponsored memberships are really affordable, 50 bucks a year, and that's for junior level people. Um, if you are in New York and you are an editor or you're working in post-production, but you're uh, just starting out, I would invest in this. I think this is worth it. This is a great way to network. Um, you're gonna, gonna You're gonna get access to the job board, so you're gonna find a lot of cool gigs. Um, it's going to be way more reliable than like Mandy or Craigslist or yep. whatever the fuck you use. Um, Facebook, whatever the Facebook marketplace, Instagram, selling your fucking body on Facebook marketplace. You know, that's the, uh, whatever you use. This is going to be better. Um, the gold membership that we got, it uh, it comes with a few things, right? It comes with the company listing website, bio and reel on the uh, Post New York Alliance website under the categories that you offer. So basically, you know, this is for producers and post execs who are using the website while crewing up for projects in New York. Yep. Um, you get listed in advertising materials that go out to stuff like uh, the Producers Guild Conference, South by Tribeca, etc. Your logo goes on the front page on their homepage rotating banner. Uh, and you can submit articles about your company to the newsletter, That's which cool. is distributed. We got to do that. Yeah. Everyone, producers and studio execs in New York and L.A., you get unlimited access to the job board. So we'll have to kind of see what's up there. Maybe yeah. there's some cool stuff. Um, the things that I think are pretty cool are more about the 
open houses and membership events that you can go to. So it says the company may host uh, post New York Alliance events or open houses uh, or propose education events featuring their services. So like, you know, we could actually host a specific post New York uh, open house, which would be cool. You get one presentation a year to the membership at the at a post intelligence gathering. That's pretty cool. A pig. Um, PIG, you know, but yeah, the fact that you can present like what your company's all about, that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, you get, uh, you get three up to three individual memberships to PNYA, which is post New York Alliance. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. And up to three employees may attend any, uh, post New York event. Um, and attendance to all those events is free. So I think that this is a great, uh, thing to kind of explore when it comes to networking. Um, I'm pretty excited about it because I didn't even know that this existed until a couple weeks ago. And I mean, you know, right now I'm in a position where networking isn't as important because we kind of have a built in client roster already. We're always trying to grow it. But if I was if I had just come to New York and I didn't really know people and I was kind of scrapping at jobs, this would be such a good way to get in Uh, for an individual. It's only two hundred dollars a year. Um. And I mean, just being having access to networking events. I mean, it's weird because we've been in a pandemic for two years. But I mean, that's how everyone knows in this industry. It's it's who, you know, and that's how you get jobs. And if you can make a good impression, then you're you're going to find work and then you can start slowly building your your client roster. Yeah. For as much as we talk about how dope your reel should be and all that and how well, like you should know the program Mm -hmm. that that's a given. Like, of course, your technical skills should be good, but you know, your soft skills should be, should be good too. And I, I think having, you know, good, if not great soft skills mm-hmm. goes a lot further in many ways than being technically the most astounding editor. You know, if, if you are just easy to work with and you're nice, um, and you can like work independently and you yeah. don't have to be told to fucking redo things a million times. Yep. Uh, people will value that a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the in the industry, in any, in any industry, you're expected to be good. I mean, everyone's good. That's how. That's why we're professionals. But what yeah. separates you is how what it's like to work with you. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. I'm excited for that. I wonder if there's a calendar to see their next event. Uh, there's got to be. Yeah, there's like a networking tab here or whatever. Yeah, if anyone wants to visit this, it's postnewyork.org. Check it out. Um, oh, they have a Slack channel. Oh, well, yeah, we should join it. Let's um, get in. Yeah, so it should be it should be great. And I guess they have a podcast as well. So maybe we can maybe we can do some cross promo eventually. Bring yeah. someone on or something. Hell yeah. Um, last thing before we go to break. Uh, you know, we we work a lot with Tree Fort Music Fest. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it on here before. Tree Fort, uh, big music festival in Boise, Idaho. Tons of artists. It's kind of like DIY for artists by artists almost uh, is, is very cool. Um this year, I think there's over 400 bands who are playing. So every year there's a lot of bands, a lot of artists who play. And on top of that, there's other stuff, right? There's food, there's beer, there's, there's yoga, there's, yoga, there's yoah, skateboarding. Uh, so one time there was virtual reality stuff. Yeah. I think there'll be even more of that this year, yeah. honestly, with the, with the new meta quest. <laughs> um, but they, uh, since they have so many bands, they do multiple announcements. Yep. And they are Three on... Three waves uh, of announcements. That's right. It's almost like COVID. <laughs> wave <laughs> after wave after wave. Um, so they just had the third wave of announcements, which is the final one. 
Uh, and we are proud to announce friend of the show. He engineers sometimes. He hosts rounds of sound sometimes. Mm. Bill Waters. He's going to Tree Fort. He did it. You did it, Bill. We're excited that you're going to be there playing some music. We might even recruit you to uh, work for free. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Bill, I'm going to make sure that you end up in every single edit that I do for the week. You're going to be in there somewhere. Maybe you're not going to be playing every day. Maybe you're just going to be hanging out with us, doing fun stuff. But Bill Waters is going to be heavily featured in the uh, wow. in the Tree Fort daily recap video. Damn, you know what? I have the power. I was going to say, like, who's watching The Watchmen? You're out here <laughs> controlling everything. You're uh, like... You're like uh, the Rupert Murdoch Hell yeah. of Tree Fort social <laughs> that, media. That's totally me. Hey, uh, man, you do the same stuff with the with the anytime we do a sports edit. Mm-hmm. You're, you got some bias. I do. I like to include a lot of Portland Timber stuff if I can until the producers tell me to cut it. And uh, I try not to include too much Seattle, but it's been hard because they're fucking really good. Yeah. Um, Chris, you're yep. going to be editing. I'm going to be editing. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, we've talked about it on the show, maybe a little bit, maybe not. I think we've mentioned that yeah. I'm editing, but I'm, we're officially booked. Like the flights are bought and I mean, it's happening. Uh, I'm going to be in my own hotel room, which I have mixed feelings about. I think it'll be nice when I'm doing the edit to be away from people, but also, you know, part of the fun of tree Fort is hanging out all yeah. night. Well, here's what I can tell you. So we, I went ahead and just uh, got another Airbnb just to be safe mm-hmm. because right now some production things are kind of in flux. We don't know if we're going to have an extra thing to do. There might be an extra thing to do, which means we might have to bring more talent uh, crew in. Yep. Probably not from New York. So it's going to be too expensive, probably from like Portland or Seattle or something or maybe local. I don't know. But I wanted them to have a place where they could, you know, all dump gear and like live for that week so they didn't have to like split up or whatever so we do have an extra one so we might have more room so if you do want to stay there you can i would just recommend using the hotel room at least as a central meeting point because it's around all the venues definitely um what's your edit plan looking like dude my edit plan is uh to be super efficient because look it's tree fort it's a music festival I, I love music festivals and I haven't been to one in a long time because, you know, there's been a big old pandemic. Yeah. And I just like, I don't want to get bogged down in the edit. I just want to pick out my selects early and, you know, kind of have an idea of how it's going to go. Like, we're going to be pretty structured about it. We already know going in roughly what it's going to look like every day. And it's just a matter of finding the best shots and honestly, cutting them to the beat. Like, yeah. and then we'll find a couple of cool moments, uh, you know, that aren't at necessarily at shows, maybe like people out on the street or just having a good time shouting out tree Fort. We'll, you know, we'll have a couple of sound ups in there. And I mean, they're, they're minute long videos, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they're cut very quickly. There's tons of people having fun. There's no reason to overthink it. Just cut it and, yeah. and get it out the door. Yeah. I think that, um, one thing that's going to be important to do to do and to keep in mind is to at the beginning of every day like communicate to the shooters what they can do differently like what they did wrong basically also what they did right you know because you don't want to just fucking slag them all slag them off all day but yeah you you should uh tell them like 
if they shoot too much, tell them. Yeah, because, absolutely. And, and I don't know. I don't know what an efficient way to do this is because the thing is, it's live, right? So it's always on the fly and you never know what the fuck you're going to get. But it would be cool if there was a way to like, um, you know how like in skate videos, like if it's the good take, they'll like put their hand in front of the, they'll cover up the lens with their hands. So yeah. you know, like that was the one. I wonder if there's a way to like do something similar when they have a shot that they really liked. If they can just like, you know, I don't know, do one one like clip with their hand completely over the thing. Yeah. So you can look at it in thumbnail mode and go, oh, okay, this like one second clip of nothing. That means the clip right before it is something the shooter liked. This is actually so I used a a similar method uh, when I used to shoot uh, high school football games. Basically, you have to be rolling for every single play, but most plays are duds. But anytime there was like an interception or a touchdown or something, we had a system where on our cameras we could uh, turn it over to color bars and record uh, the color bars. So Mm -hmm. we had like a system that was two color bars is a touchdown. One color bars is a fumble or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we would just, you know, record, stop recording, record, stop recording, and then move on. And that way, when we brought it into the NLE thumbnail mode, we could go exactly to those plays immediately and not waste any time. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's probably something we should try to implement this year. I think that we should try to do it on the first day when things are are chill and see if everyone understands it. Yeah. Um, I can guarantee people are going to forget, but I, I think that that's something to tell them. And, you know, uh, if they can, that'll greatly help you. You know, that's up to you to, to decide, like, kind of what your workflow is. Um, all right. I think that we can uh, take this one into the break and uh, talk about plugins when we get back. What do you think? Uh, you know, I'm excited about plugins and I have it on good authority. There's one plugin that might actually help me at Treefort. Oh, snap. I guess you'll have to stick around and find out. Look, we've been doing the show for a while and Wandering Barman. Wandering Barman? They are one of our premier sponsors. They're a sponsor? Yeah, they're the best. They make the most delicious cocktails and the pre-made. Wait, pre-made cocktails? I can just drink it? I don't have to make a cocktail? That's right, but it gets even better. They just opened their cocktail brasserie here in Brooklyn. That sounds fancy. It's pretty fancy, but it's also mad affordable. Their happy hour from 5 to 7, $5 cocktails. So if you want an old-fashioned, guess how much it is? Uh, $5? If you want a margarita, guess how much it is? Mm, $5. And if you want a Diet Pepsi... I don't think they have those. They don't have those, unfortunately. Aww. But you should check out Wandering Barman's Cocktail Brasserie at 315 Meserole Street in Brooklyn. Go for happy hour, 5 to 7. They're open every day. Wandering Barman, woo! Welcome back, Sizzlers. Now, before we get into plug-in chat, uh, there's one small thing that we wanted to bring up just because we were talking about it during the break, and it is called... Apple Universal Control. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, right? That's right. I think and that's what it's called. This was uh, announced at the the developers, the Apple Developers Conference last year. And basically, it lets you use a single mouse and keyboard on both iPad and your, your Macs. And you can do like dra- drag and drop stuff. So basically, you can use your iPad as a second screen, kind of like Sidecar. But it seems to be an improved version of that. Yeah. It's great for like uh, maybe, you know... Uh, on-the-go mobile workflows, like event-based workflows where you're working off a laptop, but you want a second monitor. You can put, you know, an iPad up next to it and you can use universal uh, 
what Apple Universal. You can use Universal Control mm-hmm. to kind of drag your. You know, you can be working and then you can just move your mouse over and it just goes right to your iPad that becomes your second monitor. Yep. So probably I'm going to use that at Treefort. I was thinking about buying one of those uh, external attachments where you can have extra screens on your laptop. It seems like overkill. If this exists, I'm going to use the iPad as my bin and probably keep it on thumbnail mode. If we do that, that shit we just talked about Mm -hmm. so I can identify things quickly and just pull them over and edit that way. There you go. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. All right. Let's jump into it. We're jumping into plugins chat. Plugins. Pl- brought to you by Glade Plugins. We're uh, getting that Glade money. Mm-hmm. So this is real. Honestly, ever since we got that big sponsorship deal with Crypto.com to rename our <laughs> studio, uh, we've we've changed. We've gotten all new furniture in here. That's we got true. rid of the Kelly Clarkson collection. Now we just sit on stacks of hundreds. Yep. So that's kind yep. of. That's, I'm actually. I, I, I'm sitting on a stack of ledgers yeah. and it's really, it's really more comfortable than you would like think. Like hardware wallets. Uh, yeah, hardware, yeah. Hardware wallets. Nice. Um, yeah. We had to light the candle earlier. We lit it with a hundred dollar bill. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're, uh, we're, we're rolling in the dough over here. Um, call us a fucking baker. We are, something. we are down about 50%, but don't worry. It's going to bounce back. It's, it's just fi- on sale. Fire sale. Yeah. Um, all right, Chris. Why don't uh, let's let's explain the rules real quick. So, okay, we're going to go through a few different plugins um, for Premiere, uh, mostly for Premiere that we like, that we enjoy. And then we're going to kind of just talk about them and uh, we're going to pick a plugin or two each, ideally one free one and one paid one. Yep. And we're going to spend the next week or two kind of working with them. And then at a later date, we'll, you know, we'll we'll review, we'll go back and we'll say how they worked for us. Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll go in next week. Uh, maybe a week's not enough. I don't know. We'll have to figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. But, um, um, yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you kick us off? Any cool things you found in your research? Well, do, do these need to be free or paid or doesn't uh, matter? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think we can just kind of go thing for thing. Well, the, the one that really stands out to me, uh, and has been getting a lot of buzz lately is called Excalibur. And oh. it is for Premiere Pro. And basically, the way it works is, you know how in Mac OS you can hit command spacebar and it brings up the spotlight search and then you can just like type whatever you're looking for. And it's, it's basically a kind of like a little cheat to get to whatever you're going to quickly. Yeah. It seems like it works very similarly. So instead of having to go into your effects panel and search for an effect and drag it and drop it onto your clip and, you know, maybe have to do it for multiple clips multiple times, right. uh, you can basically just type what you're looking for. Say it's warp stabilizer and it'll populate uh, with some options. Some of them are like apply at playhead, apply to all clips, apply to clips labeled this color, uh, stuff like that. And you can also customize it so you can make your own macros basically. So the way that I see myself using this is at least one instance, I always have an issue with anytime you speed up a clip, you can't also put a warp stabilizer on it. You have to nest it. uh, And it just becomes like a a multi-step process that kind of slows you down. If I'm understanding this correctly, I should be able to create a macro that kind of applies the speed ramp, then nests it, and then uh, the warp stabilizer all in one step. Which oh, wow. I think, I, I mean, maybe I'm misunderstanding it, but you can create custom user commands. Um, and it just seems very, 
Uh, it, it's whatever it's you customizable. want. Yeah, whatever you can think of, you can probably do it. And it's pretty new over the past couple of years, and I'm sure it's improving all the time. And there's also, it comes with something, or it, it doesn't come with it, but it's made by the same people, and it's called Watchtower. Uh-huh. And this one sounds really cool to me, too, because the way it works is basically you can use it to sync your folder structure on on your drive with the folder structure in Premiere. So you you can tell it to auto sync. So anytime you put something new uh, in those folders, it will populate within Premiere. Interesting. So yeah, okay. So Watchtower makes sense. It just watches that folder. It's almost like exactly. it's like Dropbox kind of right. Where yeah. like if you have that client on your desktop, it adjusts in the cloud. Um, these are these are great. This is by I don't know knightsoftheeditingtable.com. Yep. Yep. What a bizarre name. But uh, no, these seem really cool. I mean, the the first thing we're talking about Excalibur. Um, just looking at this, you know, uh, landing page here for Excalibur, they have a couple things that that they've highlighted. One of them, uh, fill frame, which I think is a great one because it's not like uh, set to frame size because that leaves that can sometimes leave, you know, black bars yep. on either side. Yep, Good point. Um, what fill frame does is it actually fills the whole frame. So it'll scale on the other parameter, not yeah. the one that first touches, but the last one that fills out the entire yeah, frame. So, so if you shoot in DCI, but then you want to set it to like a 1080p frame, it's not 16 by nine at that point. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have some black bars on the edges right. if you're trying to avoid that. There you go. Even if you're pulling some old like four by three footage from yep. like 1998 or something uh, and it's smaller than your 4K or 1080 frame and you want to blow it all the way up. So it just fills the entire frame. Exactly. If you hit set to frame size, you'll end up with black bars. If you do fill frame, which is a function in Excalibur, uh, there you go. It'll fill the entire frame. And that that saves a lot of time right there. You know, uh, yeah, I know you could just copy the uh, attributes and paste them. But again. If you Every work it, if you work it into your workflow and you get used to it, you're going to be faster doing it that way. I think. Yeah, um, it seems really cool, and it's it's very interesting that you picked that one to start with because as I was doing my research, I was starting to to realize that the Premiere plugins because I was looking at Premiere and After Effects, yeah. the Premiere plugins I'm not as interested in generally because when you search uh, Premiere plugins, you're getting a ton of stuff that's about like how to make titles in Premiere. Yeah. Whip, pa- whip splash or whip pan transitions in Premiere, zoom spins, motion, how to like add motion blur and stuff like that. And for me, I do all that in After Effects. I don't yeah. want to do it in Premiere. Like there's I, really not a lot of great Premiere plugins for for professionals, I think. Right. Um and I was just saying a lot of them just don't necessarily fit my workflow, you mm-hmm. know? So the ones that really stand out more to me are the ones that are related to utilities or to automation, like yeah. ones that are more technical uh rather than creative. To yeah. me the creative stuff all lives in After Effects. Um but with Premiere it's all about like getting things to be more efficient. So, uh, I'll start with one that I, I'll start, I'll I'll give you two. I'll go back to back. So there's one that I found on aescripts.com, um, called rename it. And that basically is, it, it, it does exactly what it sounds. It's for batch renaming and sorting, uh, in premiere. So what you can do is you can kind of say you need to 
resize all of these comps at the same time or all of these sequences at the same time. Say you picked up a project from an assistant editor and they accidentally made all of the comps that they were working in 1080 Mm -hmm. instead of 4K. And, And they accidentally got the frame rate wrong on all of them. And so you need to go redo the frame rate and you need to redo the uh, size of the sequence. But say there's like 15 sequences because there is a bunch of different scenes that are playing. Who knows? Yeah. So say you have like 15. You can in the past, I guess, normally in Premiere, you have to right click on all of them and like do one. them one by one manually uh, with, with this thing. Rename it. You can highlight all of them and just batch redo it like you can not. Only, it's kind of misleading name because it's not just renaming, but it's also read redoing settings and like changing sequences um but on top of that you know just the fact that you can rename stuff in batches is really nice too you can add like you can tell it to like start numbering things or add prefixes and suffixes it's basically uh a very utility driven plugin you know you you can keep things more organized yeah and i've actually run into that it was with after effects but uh when i was doing uh tree fort psa promo stuff i accidentally created one of the compositions to be the wrong size, but I had like four or five pre comps within it. So for each pre comp, I had to resize it and like get the settings right again in the frame and then do it across the board. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it, it took 15 minutes that I shouldn't have had to do. Right. And you know, what's so funny. I, uh, same website, aescripts.com. Yep. These next, that one was 25 bucks, $24. Yeah. These next two are free They're One of them is completely free. And one of them is name your price. Uh, they're related to what you just said. These are for after effects. RD comp setter is free. Um, that's RD like the letters and colon and then comp setter uh two separate words and then true comp duplicator that one's name your price those are this is unrelated a bit of a bonus but those are for after effects and they are they're there to help duplicate comps in after effects and to help batch uh adjust them right yep so if you if we had comp setter on that machine it probably would have been a little bit easier true comp duplicator you can select because you know how you'll have a bunch of pre-comps and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you use True Comp Duplicator, you'll be able to basically duplicate the composition and it automatically goes through and re-duplicates redu- every pre-composition within it. So that way it becomes its own standalone composition and it's not tied to the things from the previous comp. That's actually like, I don't I don't want to call it a game changer, but it's, it's a pretty big deal because yeah. some of the projects we worked in last year, we would have to create entirely new, uh, like we would duplicate the project mm-hmm. and then work within that one. Yeah. Uh, because if you changed certain parameters within the pre-comps, then it changed the whole piece right. and it just kind of yeah, kind of so fucked us up because we would we would reuse comps over and over throughout the the main comp, I guess. Yeah. So we had like uh, a the kind of we we had this composition that was a, an animation that maybe was like twelve or fifteen seconds long or something yep. like that. And we had to kind of use it multiple times throughout the piece because the piece was like four minutes long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we basically had to create like we'd have an after effects project called like scene one, scene two, scene three, and instead of having compositions called scene one. Scene exactly. Two, scene so yeah, that one's huge. Um, that, sorry, that was just a bit of a, 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 a bit of a, you know, a different course I took to, to get to this next thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was talking about utilities, uh, time bolt. It's a thing called time, time bolt. Time bolt. This is a, uh, there is a free version of it. I don't really recommend that cause it's watermarked. 
it's good to maybe test. There's also oh. a, a paid version. You can pay it. You can get it for $17 a month or $97 a year or $247 one-time fee. Hmm. So basically the way this works is it just cuts, uh, if, if I'm right, I believe this just cuts out at dead space. Yeah. So this would be really useful for creating like a string out or something like that. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that's a pretty standard part of all of our processes, especially yeah. any interview based stuff. We're always, you know, just cutting out all the dead space manually, getting it together, sending it off to the producer for them to yeah. figure out their bites. This Th is particularly useful. I think if you're in like assistant editor on, yeah. um, at, you work on projects where there are a lot of long form interviews. So like mm -hmm. if you're doing like a long form documentary and there's multiple sit downs with the same person or like multiple interviews that are deep that go like for an hour, hour and a half. Um, this is where time bolt can really save you a lot because it'll automatically cut out all the dead air. Yeah. Um, and again, the fact that you can do it for $17 a month, I mean, that's kind of a good deal. Like if you see that you have this project that's starting up and you've got a two week assistant edit window to set everything up, just fucking spend the $17 and make your, and then cancel it. Right. And then just yeah. make your life easier for those two weeks. I think, yeah, it, it only makes sense financially if you're doing this a lot. Like I probably wouldn't buy this just because we were doing that just infrequently enough. I guess yeah. we could probably spend the two fifty on it to have for all time, but I would just buy it one time right before you need it and then cancel it when you're done. Yeah, that's just, probably, probably the way to go. Sorry, Time Bolt, if you're hearing this, but that's how I would do it. I would just create a new email every time we need to license it again and just buy it for a month. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I'm personally okay with that. I think it's a, a little bit steep in general, but also you got to pay people. Yep. It's just how it is. Big facts. Uh, what do you got? Uh, well, uh, just just going back to Excalibur and Watchtower real quick. I just want to give the prices for that. Excalibur is $75 and Watchtower is 25 and those are one-time fees. Um, this other one is one that we've actually used before. It's called Flicker Free and mm. it's basically used for uh, deflickering footage. Say maybe you had some lights in the background. Like this happened one time last year. We filmed something and there were string lights in the background and they were apparently at a frequency that the camera did not like. Yeah. So they would kind of dim and brighten all throughout and kind of flicker a little bit too. Mm -hmm. And it was just really distracting. So we, we used flicker free on it and it did improve it. Unfortunately, it was a little bit too far gone for us. Yeah. yeah. But last week for the first time, it actually like, was used in a client video. Uh, someone had recorded uh, on Zoom, basically, from their laptop. So, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit flickery, especially if there's like, you know, uh, if you're by a window and, and the clouds are moving by. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just was a little bit distracting. The client didn't say anything about it, but I was like, you know, we have this thing. Might as well try it out. Yeah. Dropped it on there. Fixed it perfect. Like you, wow. would, you would never even know. And I was pretty impressed by it. Um, let's see. Flicker free, if I if, if I recall, is pretty expensive. It is. It's pretty expensive. It's one hundred forty nine dollars. Um, works for uh, Premiere and Final Cut Pro. That's a one time fee. That's a one time fee. I guess that could be worth it. Like if you're working on a project where like you just need like it's the footage is fucked and you're trying to save it. If you get that 
worth, it's worth 150 bucks. You get that and say you save the footage and suddenly people are like, oh shit, this person saved my ass. Like I can rely on them. Yeah. So, it's definitely so. like a, uh, a, something that you use in an emergency, like yeah. break, break in case of emergency. Yeah. It it's looks a, like it's also for Avid and DaVinci Resolve. And uh, you can get a free trial just to test and see if it's going to fix your problem. That's true. And, and then it, if it does fix your problem, that's when you can yeah, really the free get trial will one. give you a little watermark so you can still see exactly how it's going to work. It's not, there's no limits to it. It's just, you know, you can't show it to the, the client that way. Um, all right. Let, uh, you got, you got another one. Let's go two for two, uh, two for two. Okay. These, this next one, I, I will say I've never used, but I've seen it referenced many times. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. It's J A R L E. Oh, uh, yeah. Yarly. I always say Jarls. Jarls. <laughs> it's Jarls premier pro presets version 4.0. And, uh, it has a whole bunch of presets and it, it's free. So why not? Yeah. Uh, it says there's 106 presets in total. Most presets from earlier versions are included. You'll get color grading presets, uh, lots of looks presets like teal and orange, sepia, color negative. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of log presets for Alexa, for Canon CineStyle, for DSLRs, for Sony F3 and you know other Sony F series. Uh, there's compositing tools. Uh, this one's called Dynamic Garbage Mat. I don't even know what that does, but it sounds cool. A bunch of miscellaneous presets. And so there's like some camera shake stuff, like yeah. actual camera shakes. They call them the Deadpool presets. I'm assume um, I'm assuming they're from the set of Deadpool because this guy worked on that set. Oh. As a, he was like a workflow consultant or something like yeah. that. Um, so it's, well, it's free. You can find them at pro, what premierepro.net slash Charlie's Premiere Pro presets version four. Probably just Google it. Yeah, Google it. Yeah. The thing for me with stuff like that, and this is again going back to just what I said at the beginning, I don't find Premiere plugins to really be like that useful. Cause like, I don't think so I, either. I, it's like presets are like, I don't know, they're fine, but it's like, I think at, at for what we do, like corporate stuff and all that, it's like, okay, well, say we do some stylized shoot out in the field. And it needs to have a look. Well, we're going to send it out to color and the color still just make the look like Absolutely. that's not for we don't. You know, I think I think a lot of this, though, is useful for like one man bands or small budget projects. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of different uh, types for, of filmmaking. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so let's see. I'll, I'll I'll give you since you that was a free one, right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I have one more, and maybe I should just give that because it's also something I haven't used. And let's uh let's get let let me go through my couple free ones, and then we'll jump back because I have a few more here. Uh, so the free ones that I have, I'm gonna be really quick about these. One's from FX Factory. It's called Pan and Zoom. It's basically for uh pan and scanning still images in a, like a Ken Burns type style, right? Uh, but the, what I thought was cool about it was that it's not when I, wa- I watched a really brief, briefly watched a video about it. And, you know, normally you would, you know, put your still image into the timeline and then apply your scale and and uh, position parameters and yep. keyframe it. Right. With this one, you actually apply this to an empty layer. And from there, it populates in the, the window with all of the settings. And there, there you find like upload or whatever you and you browse to it in browse to your photo that you want and it uploads it there and i guess that this was premiere yeah so like you know how normally you're 
position and all that is in that window, sure. the effects window or whatever, yeah. the effects panel. So this is like something you drag onto an empty layer and it creates this pan and zoom in the effects panel. From there, you hit browse, find your photo, and then, oh, it, and then okay. it links to it that way. And they were saying that because it's doing that, it's actually a higher like quality version of it because I guess it doesn't have to like import into Premiere and then like, you know, when it's moving, I guess the footage gets downgrade. I, I really don't fucking know how it's higher res, but apparently it's it's better. Um, I think that I lo- it looked really it looked really cool. It like automatically eased. You could just change a lot of different settings and the motion looked really good. It's got motion blur built in. Personally, I'm never going to fucking use it. However, I could see why it would be useful uh, for someone who works for that kind of stuff all exactly. the time. Right? Especially if you're like a news editor or something like that. That's it. Right. Like if you have to reference archive photos and still images, say you're working on something about it's a story about like the 1930s and you just don't have any footage of it, but you have a lot of archival f- photos of it. You know, say it's about Chicago in the 1930s. You got all these architectural photos. You could just use this and it'll help you, you know, make them cool. You you can choose like, you know, what part of the image to start on. It's really good for like detailed stuff like that, where you really yeah. want to make the viewer look at a certain thing. Um, so it's cool. Uh, FX factory. It's free pan and zoom. Uh, another free one is from this thing called atomic image labs. It's called photon rectify. It's like the worst fucking yeah, name what? ever. It's made by some Danish guys. I think it's like, Nerd shit, man. Come on. You just got to have a better name than that. Cause no one even, no one rectify. can even tell what the fuck that means. I, it's fixing light is what it sounds like. It's, but. Le- it's lens correction. So oh. if you have like a wide angle lens uh, and you're like close to something and it distorts it, mm-hmm. photon rectify kind of straightens all those angles out and, now, and is, is corrects it, it. Is it, are they presets or it just like analyzes it and uh, goes from there? I think it analyzes okay. it and goes from there. Um, but just judging by the demo videos I saw, it actually works really well. Um, so that one is, uh, that was pretty cool, man. I was, uh, I I think of the free ones that might be the one I'm going to try out. Yeah. That's, that's one that I, I, I can't think of many use cases for it, but when it does come along, that's going to be mad useful. Yeah. Um, and it's free. So, well, um, technically you're supposed to donate depending on like what you're using it for. It's like, if it's for a commercial project, they're just like, Hey, donate what you think is right. But, uh, I think, um, I'm going to try it for free first. Yeah. We're going to see if, if it comes into use, you know? Absolutely. Um, I've got two more that I want to go through, but you said you had uh, I have the just, last one. Yeah, I have just one more. Um, this one's another free one, and this one is called Vashi's 12-Pack Audio Presets. Ooh. Now, this is something that, once again, if you're working in like a, a highly professional setting and you're sending it off to a sound engineer, this isn't going to do a whole lot for you. But if you're a one-man band and you're just trying to improve the audio, maybe it, you know, maybe something comes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the 12-pack audio effects include things like boost dialogue clarity, boost dialogue presence, boom room killer, which sounds like it just you know kills some of the roomy noise. Yeah, uh, and then they have some like fun presets like dirty phone old telephone radio tower and uh remove nasal dialogue just i'm sure it's one of those things where you just have to try try it out yeah and see what kind of effects it gives you but once again it's free and i will say that uh this person's website uh goes through each of them and what it does for you and he seems really knowledgeable on 
uh, on audio like he even on this page there's like a graph of frequency spectrums instrument ranges and uh, eq tips what's what's the website uh vashivisuals.com got it uh, uh yeah I, I feel like that stuff is always a great starting point you know because you can apply the preset and then you can kind of tweak it from there because it's rarely rarely is it going to be perfect on every because mm-hmm. everyone's voice is different but you know he has one line on here that i i really respect and he says the the caveat for this is the better your captured audio the better the results will be and that's that's always the truth that's true you got to capture good audio we we had an issue with a client last week well not an issue but they were like hey there's there's a fan noise in here can we get rid of it and it's like sorry at this point this is the best we can do because it was recorded poorly yep um so it that kind of brings me around to mine uh Mine's also a sound one. The AccuSonus Era 5 bundle. I'm excited about this. So one. the AccuSonus Era 5 bundle is uh, basically an audio plug-in bundle. Uh, I don't know how else to really put it. Uh, but it's got a ton of great stuff in there. It's got um, a, a lot of the things that you could probably try to do in Premiere natively with the audio plugins. A lot of stuff that really... You should be sending it out to sound to have a sound person do. But if you want to try them yourself, they got a lot of great uh, things in here. So, uh, you know, a denoiser, they have a plosive remover, which removes like a declipper in case your stuff is clipping. A de-esser, obviously, for the S's. Um, it's got it's got a lot of great stuff. De-breath, voice leveler. Yeah, noise remover, a reverb remover. Um and a cool thing called a room tone match, which like kind of takes away the silence parts and adds in matching room tone. It It's really cool. Um, it seems like the one of the best parts about this is it's designed for people who don't know a ton about audio. Like the interface is a lot more simple than going into the parametric equalizer and like trying to roll off the highs yourself. Shit like that. Yeah, it's um, it, it, I could see that. I think that it's it's designed well in the sense that. It, people who don't necessarily know that much about audio will feel comfortable like just messing with it. Yep. But it seems like it has a lot of in-depth functionality too, where if you do know about audio, you're going to be like, Oh, life, like this is life changing, game changing yeah. because I don't have to go to Adobe audition now to do in-depth things. Yeah. I don't have to it's go to pro tools out. to do in-depth things. I can just like do them in premiere. Seems like a pretty powerful program overall. Yeah. Again though, uh, if you can send stuff out to sound, why not just send it out to sound, you know, then you're getting someone paid and, uh, you don't have to deal with the, the problem. Yep. Uh, the last one I have here. Wait, no, now is this, it looks like it's on a subscription. That's it, right. Yeah. Sorry. I should have mentioned the pricing. So there's two pricing plans. You can either bill monthly and monthly you can get the pro bundle for $50 a month. Um, they also have the all access suite, which comes with sound effects and music yeah. and uh, a voice changer. Uh, that's probably not necessary, but it's $50 a month if you bill monthly or it's $20 a month for annual billing. So that would be what, $240 for the yeah. year. It's a little bit disappointing that all these plugins are moving to sub- subscription models. I understand it, but I just want to be able to buy it and have it. Yep. Yeah, that's big facts. Um, and you know, yeah, that it is pretty, it is pretty expensive, honestly. Like I, w- I would pay $250 to have this forever, right? but 250 bucks a year. I don't know. Yep. Um, and so that brings me to my last one. Uh, it's a thing called beat edit. You've Ooh. probably heard of beat edit. 
uh, Beat Edit 2 is the one that I'm that I found. This is uh, the one that I was mentioning before the break. That's it. It's a hundred bucks. Uh, and basically what Beat Edit does is it it's just what it sounds like. It finds the beats in the song and places markers. So you have uh, an easier time, a more efficient time uh, editing things that are just pretty straightforward and just need to be edited to the beat. Um, you know, you can use this if you maybe in conjunction with like some sort of automation to, you know, just place, uh, the best, the selects in, into the, into the cut to the beat for like a V one. Right. Mm -hmm. So you could maybe go through your selects, sub clip them, throw them in a bin, automate that bin and tell it like, Hey, you know, every marker put in this new select and then you'll at least have a starting point, you know, so you can, again, just make your edit more efficient overall. Um, hundred bucks. I think it's a pretty good deal. Uh, so yeah, I think we've gone through, through most of these. Um, Chris, why don't you start and let us know which free one you're going to try and which paid one you're going to try? Um, you know, I think I will try for the paid one. I'm going to do Excalibur and Watchtower because I've just been, I've been thinking about trying them out for a long time and I just, I've been kind of like, I don't want to change my workflow. I'm used to it, but I think, you know, it seems like it can really improve it. So I'm going to go in on that and, uh, you know, I guess I'll, I'll download Yarly's Charles's (laughs) premier pro (laughs) presets just to see, uh, you know, what kind of things I can get out of it. Something tells me that I'm not really going to have a lot of use for them, like in, in real world projects, but I'm just going to play with it and see what it is. Yeah. That, uh, that makes sense. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat here where, um, the free ones aren't really speaking to me at all. Uh, and even the paid ones, I'm really not that into for the free one. I'm going to try photon rectify and I'll probably just <laughs> what, shoot, with like a GoPro or something. I'll probably just on my iPhone, go shoot something wide angle and mm-hmm. then try to clean it up there. Um, again, we don't, we just don't really get that much like warped footage, but I, I'll try it out. See if mm-hmm. it works. I'll come back next week and let you know. And then uh, for the paid one, oof, it is a toss-up for me because I I do want to try this audio bundle, but I also really want to try Beat Edit 2. Um, well, I think we're going to use Beat Edit 2 in a couple months, so maybe, maybe you go with the other one. Okay, all right. So I'll try the AccuSonus Aero 5 bundle. I'm going to try all these different things. Maybe I can even put together... Uh, some examples. Yeah. We can roll that on. Yeah. That actually be a really cool next thing. episode. Um, so I'm going to go with the AccuSonus era five bundle. One last thing. There is one cool, really, really cool after effects plugin that I didn't yeah. mention. It's called, ease, I, got, I got one more. It's thing. called ease copy. Ease copy. Ease copy oh. is one of these plugins where, you know, in after effects, say you're using the graph editor and you're really trying to nail like the pace of that, of that, uh, image or that object, uh, entering the scene you just want to get the the weight of it just right you want you've been tweaking this little graph curve and you finally got the text to like pop up at the exact speed and exact weight that you want well you know if you want to apply that same type of animation that same ease that same weight to another object Mm -hmm. yeah you can copy and paste it but it's not always gonna like 
reflect the it's, values accurately. Yeah, it's not going to look quite the same. Yeah, but because it's different sizes, different positioning. Yeah, but with ease copy, it is going to take all of those easy ease parameters, all of those uh, graph editor tweaks you made, and everything, and it will apply them to the new object that you copied them to. Um, it it seems it seems really cool. It seems like it works, and I think I I really boiled the functionality of it down a little bit. I think it can do even more than that. Um, but yeah, it's it it seems it seems awesome, and it, you know it seems really useful, particularly for animations that have um, a lot of elements that need to be similarly animated but yeah. timed differently. If exactly. that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, I just did an intro. Uh, intro graphics for this thing last week and it had like a ton of elements like that it had kind of uh, masked uh, masked like shots of you know from from set of people mm-hmm. like walking and then it also had words flying in and out that were masked as well yeah. and I had to like I was like there were different aspect ratios yeah. there were different sizes for the text and, and they it came from different places at different times and the biggest thing is that there were so many different things flying on and off the screen and i was like man it's really hard to match all of the eases exactly how i want them yep. so ease copy would have made that so much yep. easier it's free yep that's pretty cool and like by and large i was more interested in doing the research the after effects plugins they seemed a lot hardier they had really impressive functionality which makes sense because it's just a bigger more in-depth program yeah. and there's probably more plugins for it. I wanted to shout out a couple small ones, uh, motion array, which we've talked about before. They have a bunch of, uh, plugins for premiere, uh, mostly transitions and, and stuff like that. But there's like 40 or 50 of them. And that comes with your motion array subscription. I'm not sure. Maybe some of them are free as well. I would imagine. And there's also, if you go to the, uh, Adobe Creative Cloud Exchange. You can install the Motion Array plugin uh, to write into Premiere uh, and use those things. And also, there's another one called Motion Bro. I've never used it, but it gets really good reviews. I'm assuming that they give you a few free presets, and then if you want the full library, you probably have to pay for it. But highly yeah. rated and worth checking out. Yeah, it seems like a great way to uh, to get all of that uh, realistic motion. Without yeah. having to leave Premiere, exactly, or, or, or doing just it do nicely, it quick, yeah. nicly and quickly, and exactly. Um, all right, that was the plugins chat, um, and I guess we should give a shout out to uh, to Joe Nana who kind of spurred this. He oh hell yeah, sent Joe me a Nana. link to look at some After Effects plugins, and we were like, why don't we do a plugins chat? Hmm. So Joe is is silently producing the show. I know he really is. We should start giving him credit. Maybe once we get to a hundred episodes, he'll he can become honorary producer. Oh hell yeah! I need to see thirty more pieces of content, <laughs> thirty more ideas from Joe. You know what's funny? Well, I don't want to. Okay, I'll spoil it. Whatever. No one's listening at the end here. Uh, he sent in like three voicemails that have like topics to talk about so he, fucking he basically lit. has like developed the next six weeks of the show more or T- less. today's email not great but the rest of everything really good really you good stuff, Joe. uh as that one thing song goes even the best fall down sometimes <laughs> or whatever russell westbrook was saying last week he's like i miss shots <laughs> like yeah you do <laughs> yeah you do yeah um chris what a what where, where can the people find us? Uh, we're at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Shishkin Productions on TikTok. We are no longer on Patreon. That's right. Uh, check out my tip of the day on Instagram. Chris's daily tip. Yep. And 
what else? Just the just the cold line. Did you say Twitter? Yeah, Sizzle Real Gang. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, Sizzle Real Sizzle Gang. Gang. Yeah, yeah, and then the cold line. Of course. And then the cold line that is uh, three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. It's a it's a it's a great place to call. And don't forget about our uh, email contest. Email contest. Maybe we'll uh, go golfing uh, at Chelsea Piers. It'll yep. be fun. Yep. And golfing and drinks at the Chelsea Piers driving range. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get a snack. Yeah, maybe we could a do little that. local yeah. Del, uh, yeah, deli de- delicatessen. Deli, yeah. I don't know. We'll exactly. figure something out. We'll figure something out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, next week we're gonna see how these plugins turn out. See ya. Goodbye. <laughs>